Right now at Safeway, earn four times rewards points when you shop for participating items with Safeway for you. Shop for items like Ready Whip Whipped Cream, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dan and Danimals Drinks, Philadelphia Cream Cheese, and 7-Up to earn four times rewards points with Safeway for you. Offer expires January 4th. Plus, get select holiday essentials like gift wraps, bags, holiday decor, lights, and more. Buy one, get one 50% off. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com or head in store for full offer details. Right now at Safeway, get your skin winter ready with big savings on all your favorite skincare products. Shop for deals on items like Gillette Mach 3 razors, Gillette Labs razors and blades, Venus razors and blades, and native shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. Plus, shop the buy two, get one free baking event and save on items like selected varieties of handy foil and good cook pans. Offer expires December 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for full offer details. This is an official download from thecustardtv.com. Tis the Custard TV podcast, the one where I, editor and runner of the website, Luke, hello, are joined by Matt in the northern area. Oh yes, that's me, hello. You normally and, do uh, Gary first. I know, I thought I'd throw you off. I thought I'd throw you off. He's relegated to bronze medal position. And <laughs> Gary, who's in some sort of position in the London area. Watcher. Bit of housekeeping before we start. By the way, we are all over the internet, like um, like that, um, like a cyber virus, like, like that, that blooming, cyber... yeah, yeah, like that. Uh, I can't run somewhere. We haven't uh, taken your NHS records just yet. If you, yeah. Although to... Matt, that mole really needs to be looked at. I did have a look through yours, uh-huh. and uh, it's not a boil, by the way. So, yes, we're like that, because we're all over the internet. Facebook, you know. Like a boil. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like Susan Boyle. Luke. Hey, everybody, here's our staff. Gary. I've never heard of him before today. And Matt. He's a professional. The telly-obsessed trio. Enjoy your show, boy. This is the Custard TV Podcast. Facebook you know about, uh, YouTube you know about, iTunes you know about, but you may not know, uh, we're now on Stitcher as well, which might be more familiar to our US listeners rather than uh, UK ones, but you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe to the podcast there. And stream us, the stream us on your mobile phone. I yeah. Know. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, TV news then, you'll need a password for the iPlayer soon, quite why we're not sure. Um... Is this, yeah, I got asked for one when yeah, I looked I got at it. Asked for one the other, I don't often go on the iPlayer, but I, yeah, I, every I just, time I want to stream Ken Bruce now, it keeps asking me if I want to. Oh. I don't like the world we live in where you can't just freely stream Ken Bruce. Without. Yeah, if you can't, <laughs> I just yeah. want to listen to Popmaster for God's sake. I'm not logging in every time. <laughs> then, Maybe check that you've got the license because they, now you need it thought, for streaming. Perhaps they thought or, or, that the sorry. um the the thing they used to have, which is Tick this if you have a DV license. Yeah, it's a bit too simplistic. You know, the easy it was too easy to get around. So maybe we need yeah. a password now. Because yeah, I would love so, it if I, I could what... find out someone that actually ticked no. Okay, so I was happy, bar a few, with the Valley. BAFTA nominations because I just thought the Crown was going to dominate it, and yeah, I, I got I got sort of a sick pleasure out of watching them turn up in their droves, Claire Foy and. John Lithgow and all those yeah. people, and then go home empty-handed. Aww. I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm looking at this um, list of winners that Gary's put us a link to, and the only crown I can see is the one on Danny Dyer's head. 
That's the way the that's the way the world should be. I that's think as well, all the all the acting winners, or the certainly in the drama categories, are actors that we like. Um, yeah. Maybe not in the roles that they won for, but ones who I think deserved awards because they are yes. all good actors. You know, mm-hmm. Adil Akhtar, Sarah Lancashire, uh, Tom Hollander, and Wunmi Musaku. Is that how you say it? Sorry, Matt's just learning English. We'll get there. Yeah. there. He's just learning Yeah, we'll meet Moussaka. The yeah, only things I was um, disappointed by, um, people just do Lee, nothing winning, winning comedy. Fleabag. Fleabag, but I expected that. My favourite bit of the entire BAFTAs was Sarah Lancashire winning mm. uh, leading actress for Happy Valley and wanting to thank Nicola Walker, even though she wasn't yeah. in the show with her. That was great. And I thought, to be fair, Sue Perkins did a sterling job. Yeah, I was going to say host. Sue Perkins was very good um, taking the mantle from Graham Norton. And I think, yeah, she she was very relaxed, I think. She was very mm. sort of off, off the cuff. And I just think, I think she did a really good job. I mean, I didn't watch... It sort of like I watched bits and bobs on the iPlayer while it was on, sort of on yeah. uh, on delay. I think the drama awards we were happy with because uh, mm-hmm. National Treasure, Happy Valley, as well in there. The comedy awards, are just stuff I think we don't really get, like no. you know, the bag and people just people. I know people who do like them. Um, I think it, comedy's it... a lot more subjective than than drama, as we've said before. I really liked Tom Hollander's speech as well. I thought that was quite. He was quite sort of succinct and to the point, wasn't he? And just saying it was a nice sort of cherry on top of the... Uh, of the I, I found it very interesting that you've only got two shows from ITV, so that's uh, Saturday Night Takeaway and Emmerdale. Hey, only... Gary, Gary, you're forgetting about the Queen's 90th birthday celebrations. Yeah, you're right, I am. Uh, <laughs> and only one from Channel 4, which is National Treasure. Nothing there was a lot more Channel, Channel 4 nominations, though. There were yeah, yeah. any ITV nominations. Uh, Nothing for Channel 5. and uh, There's never been plan- anything for Channel 5. No, I know. I'm just saying. Nothing for Channel 5. In I'm not saying that like year. I'm surprised. I'm just after, saying nothing for Channel we'll talk, 5. We'll talk about it in a minute. But after uh, the last three daughters of last night, I was just having this sort of flick around the channels. Channel 5, the woman who aced her house was on last oh, night. Oh, hang on. I'm seeing it yet. No spoilers. <laughs> no, Please, no Does spoilers. Does it have Hitler in it? If she ate a house and then she went on benefits and she's fat... She's got another Channel 5 documentary in there as well. Probably got a whole series of them. <laughs> ITV have been shockingly bad, uh, and I don't think they're going to be... I don't think their drama output's going to be any good till we get some Polly no, Hills. Can stuff. we even name an ITV comedy? We can, we can name one, doesn't mean they're any well, good. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, it's all like Keith Lemon, isn't it? Let's be well, honest. Well, yeah, I, not I suppose funny. next year the BAFTAs the, they might nominate. I heard they um, they nominate Unforgotten, and I maybe they'll they'll be a nomination for Little Boy Blue as well. But we're still early on in the yeah, year, maybe. But not as predictable as I was hoping. So, well done, BAFTA. Uh, Gary, yes, headed west for an incredibly long time. <laughs> It's uh, a big bumper, Gary Goes West, because uh, it well, is it the time... it might not be, the... depending on how much I take out. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Well, I'm hoping it will. Or don't forget, I know where you live. Um, there is a, a period of time in the American year which is called uh, the Upfront, and we've discussed that before. We've said that what that is is the major networks 
uh, and some of the smaller networks uh, present all the shows that they're going to be renewing and cancelling and, of course, uh, premiering in the autumn of this year. A couple of cancellations. None of these are particularly surprising, but uh, Fox have cancelled Sleepy Hollow and Scream Queens. NBC have cancelled The Blacklist Redemption, uh, which was a spin-off of The Blacklist. ABC have cancelled Dr. Ken and American Crime, neither of which we got here in this country, and The Catch. And CBS has cancelled Two Broke Girls, which was shown which on Eastbourne. Which ran for six seasons, I yeah, And a movie. And well, a as I say, but no movie yet. American Gods has been renewed by stars. I also mentioned very briefly here that I have quite kept up with that. and I have That's been a fight. Yes, how, and how I was just going to very briefly ask you. What, Dude, uh, you know, Gary or me? Both of you. How are you both getting on? Um, I want to see how Gary's getting on because there are a lot of penises in it, and I want to see how he's getting on with. I, I have to see, admit, that's I, one of my favourite sentences ever. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I did have to kind of. Episode three was a little with that CGI pe- erection. Yeah, and it was. Oh like, no, that's my favourite sentence. Ever. <laughs> yeah. What's happening in American Gods is you you've got can. the main storyline with Ian McShane and the bloke out of Hollyoaks. But you're getting lots of little bits where you get these people, and that's where this scene of the the the, um, the Arabics and the taxi driver and the, the gay sex scene comes in, and it's kind of like you get. So that no, that's my favourite sentence. <laughs> the Arabics, that, the taxi driver, and the gay sex you get, scene. You get that little snapshot, and then you never go back to it. That's the gin, D G I N, not like the drinking gin. But the yeah. the point of it is basically. Um, Ian McShane and Ricky Whittle are sort of driving around the States collecting these, the old gods. So, like, Peter Stamare was one of the old gods with his hammer. Um, yeah. And you're getting, like, as you say, like, clips of the old... So you're getting in the first episode, we had the uh, the goddess of love with that, yeah. that scene. At the start of episode two, you saw the stuff with the spider, the yeah. uh, Orlando Jones character. And then uh, the start of episode three, we got the, like, the Egyptian god of death. But the point is, the the thing they're saying is when these people emigrate to America, that they bring their gods with them. Ah, they bring right. the beliefs. That's what that scene was in the fir- very first episode, which Luke sort of turned off after with all that war and stuff, was them bringing the, like, the Scandinavians bringing Odin with them. And then you've got the, the, the black people with the, the um, spider thing and then the the Arabic with the gin and stuff like that. And obviously you've got the Irish immigrants represented by Mad Sweeney. I, I certainly, I mean, I, I, as you say, I'm absolutely loving the mm. imagery and, and that yeah. as well. Against those gods that they brought with them are the new gods. So you had like the technical boy and in the second episode yeah. you had Gillian Anderson dressed as Lucille Ball who's meant to represent like media and television and people worshipping that now. It, and that that was really confusing because it took me a while to work out it was her. That second episode I really like where you have uh, Peter yes. Stemare, Cloris Leachman and Gillian Anderson all in it. And um, I think you're sort of making this point, Gary, is it, it's, it's, it's at its strongest when Ian McShane is in it. I think it, yeah. he's he's definitely the star of the show and he's giving a very sort of scenery-chewing performance as Mr. Wednesday. This episode coming, we're already halfway through. Um, it's only eight episodes, isn't it? And it yeah. is a very different show, but it's one I'm really enjoying. I like, as I said, when we reviewed it the first time, I'm a big fan of Neil Gaiman's writing and, and his sort of style. This The fantasy where it's sort of half-based in the real world and half-based, obviously, with all these gods and stuff like that. But it's all sort of... But, you know, it's sort of faith and belief and those are the themes that run throughout. And it is just very interesting and I think it's something different. Matt Matt makes some very good points, but is the explicitness of it a turn-off for you? 
Not a turn off, but certainly a turn on. No, no, not a, a fast turn forward. Uh, it does make me kind of think. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, but I do understand That's my why new they're text doing it. Noise, and it does, but... yeah, does yeah. plot wise, <laughs> make sense. Okay, um, you will have heard a lot in the TV world about a certain show called The Handmaiden's Tale. Uh, and you probably well, would have we heard. We would if that were the correct title. <laughs> if not, then it's the handmaid's handmaid. Type, handmaid. Handmaid. I've written handmaids. I just can't read. You wrote like, handmaid, but I handmaid can't read. at the top, and then you've written handmaiden, and you go west. <laughs> oh well, well, there you you're, go. You're the handmaid's tale, which has been a big hit over in America on Hulu. Uh, I just like saying that word. Uh, and it was struggling to find a British distributor, and it's going to be shown very soon on Channel 4, which is good yeah, news. And this if Sunday fan of the, show, the following Sunday. It has already been renewed for Series 2, something which is happening quite a bit at the moment, where shows you are getting You know when renewed. Fargo's on Channel 4? The, the Handmaid's Tale is on the Sunday, and Fargo starts on the Wednesday. Okay, there you go. Because we did go. say we'd update people when it would start on Channel 4. Absolutely. A yes, couple more shows that we've been talking about uh, that have been renewed. Uh, Netflix have renewed 13 Reasons Why. I don't understand why, but they have. So uh, is it going to be 26 Reasons Why now? Well, maybe, yeah. 13 more Reasons Why. A big fan of the show Designated Survivor. I have the last episode of Series 1 to watch. And the good news is, is that is coming back. Also, one of the key things, again, as, as this theme has been going on for the last couple of years... Old shows are being brought back this year. We already know about the Will and Grace reunion. There's now talk of Roseanne reunion. Yeah, that's weird because, uh, spoiler alert, it wasn't John Goodman's um, character dead The whole dead at final the end. series was yeah. them winning the lottery. Yeah. And then in the final 10 minutes, Roseanne reveals that none of that happened. She was writing it was a book. Yeah. And, I and he had a heart do- attack and died. But also, do you remember that the thing Roseanne was famous for was the two Beckys? And both Beckys will be in the um, new series as well, apparently. Sarah Chalk and the other one. As long yeah, as they've got too. DJ back. Yeah, that's all I want, DJ in the masturbation <laughs> episode. Yeah. I, I didn't mind Roseanne. I only watched it in repeats when there was nothing on, but I didn't mind yeah, it. No, I can't, I can't say I ever watched every... I can't say I sought it out, but as you say, when it was on, it was, it was all right. So far, I've not seen a single drama that's made me go... that made, has made me excited. So uh, um, that's that's uh, that's that's the West conquered. <laughs> Sorry. Matt, now don't do the gap for as long because it just sounds like people's iPods or whatever are broken or stitches yeah. failed. But with the reviews, it is Matt. Hello. Oh. You told me yeah. not to do the gap. No, I know. No, no, you did. No. To be fair, you can't be disappointed. You did give no. him direction. Talk three girls first, because that's the big show. I have, of to say, I have to say, full disclosure alert, because of yeah. being away in the evenings, I've only seen episode one. I'm so sorry. Oh. I've not been here, and I wouldn't have seen episode one had I not you know, had the preview. So, sadly, oh. I've only seen the first I one. I could not have not watched after seeing one. I know, one, me but... too. It was just because I wasn't here. You've got iPlayer, right? I know you don't have yeah, to log in yet. Yeah, I have got a password for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't really be sort of comedy about this because this was quite a serious no. Uh, no. And I piece. only got half an hour in. And then I, I mean, that first episode was... I I, I mean, I, I, I messaged Luke afterwards saying yeah. that I needed a hug. Well, and no, he didn't I, come around. I, no, yeah. I didn't. You're a long way away. It's a sort of factual. It was a three-part drama based on um, a, a big news story over here in the UK about teenage girls getting groomed by a group of Asian gentlemen in uh, Rochdale. 
the first episode focused specifically on um, the girl's name was Holly, Holly Rinshaw. And she was played excellently by an actress called Molly Windsor, who in a, a few years ago was in something called uh, The Unloved, which was a film by that Samantha Morton. That girl just needs a hug. The things she's done. Mm. I mean, and look, it I just mean, get, it gets worse for her in, before oh, it gets I better. I can't even imagine, yeah. The first episode concentrated on the gr- on the grooming aspect, and that's why it was so hard to watch. This, yeah. this first episode... We basically saw these men giving these girls, it started with like free kebabs and chips and stuff, and then went on to like alcohol and things, getting them drunk. And eventually, you know, they wanted sex from, from them. And the first scene where Holly is raped by like a, oh, a, a quite, a, quite a, um, what's the word? Like he's quite hefty and he's quite yeah. overpowering. And, yes. and it's just a harrowing scene. And she, and, Molly. And- remarkably older as well remarkably mm, older. yeah and most of these men were in their 30s and 40s and um the girls were holly was 15 i think amber who was the girl who was sort of almost doing the sort of... no no that's ruby amber was the older sister she was sort of trying to find girls for these men then to sleep with when you're gonna let me have sex with you i'm not all the things I've given you. Kebabs, tea, vodka, cigarettes. All for free. It's part of the deal. I buy you things and you give me things. Now it's your turn to give something to me. We're friends. Yeah. And friends do things for each other. Don't cry. You are beautiful. No. No. <laughs> All three actually um, ended up pregnant. Ruby ended up having a termination at the age of 13. Um, again, quite harrowing. And the police seized the fetus as evidence in the, in the court case. Um, it is, as you can tell by my description, it is all quite it's, harrowing it's, and disturbing. It's oh, yeah, I suppose because it's real life, it is. Mm. You know, this... well, she was in all three, but she was prominent most in this first episode. Maxine Peake playing the yeah. uh, sexual health worker whose name... Can you remember the character's name? So, I can't. It's Sarah, Sarah, Sarah or something. Yeah. I... But she is like the one going to the police saying, look here, this is all this evidence. And they're well, saying like... The thing, a lot of it frustrated me. But what you're saying is that um, she's going to the police and social services saying, look at what's happening. This awful thing's happening to these girls. And neither one really knows how it's, to handle it's it or, or yeah, it off. It's evidence versus intelligence, really. That's what they're saying. And There's a problem in Rochdale. With kids, with really vulnerable kids being groomed for sex by much older men. Now, we know what's going on because the kids are coming in and telling us. I've got the girls' names, details of the perpetrators, and there's a diagram which shows how these cases might link to past cases of this kind of abuse in Rochdale. What I would say on behalf of the police is we are aware of the problem but it's not an easy one to deal with. These are girls with 
chaotic lives. And when we do go out and pick them up from kebab houses and the like, they don't want to come. They want to stay where they are. We're talking about 13, 14-year-old girls. They're men in the 30s, 40s and 50s. Um, if I can speak to that from a social services point of view, unless abuse is taking place within the family, it, it's not something we get involved in. Ruby and Amber Bowen are on the child protection register, Sarah. That family is surrounded by workers. It doesn't matter. Right now at Safeway, get your skin winter ready with big savings on all your favorite skincare products. Shop for deals on items like Gillette Mach 3 razors, Gillette Labs razors and blades, Venus razors and blades, and native shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. Plus, shop the buy two, get one free baking event and save on items like selected varieties of handy foil and good cook pans. Offer expires December 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for full offer details. They've got a fleet of staff, does it? If it's not making any difference to what's going on. These are streetwise girls, Sarah. Would it make a difference if I told you what kind of sex they're having? Anal. No condom, no lube. Plied with vodka. Can't remember, so not in a position to give consent. 13-year-old learning needs tells me She's famous in Pakistan because she's been video dancing naked and it's been put on the internet. And what do you want us to do, Sarah? What it is, Gillian, I'm a sexual health worker. My job is to offer sex and relationship education, make sure a young person's contraception sorted and to share information if I think a young person's at risk. So here I am sharing information, telling you that there are young people at risk. And, and if you think I'm pecking your head, it's cos I am. Because you're the ones with the statutory power to do something about it. In the second episode, you flash forward to 2010 when the Greater Manchester Police pick it up. They, they almost took the case to trial and the CPS have said, no, you know, there's not enough evidence or the, the, the court, you know, it's not a credible witness. And this is the big theme throughout, that these girls, aren't, Amber never got to go to trial because mm. she, she was the one who um, was almost organising this. They, they didn't think that they'd be able to get a conviction if Amber was there as well. And the second episode, a lot of that is um, Leslie Sharp comes into it and she's basically there to sort of try and coax uh, the two girls, the two sisters, to testify. She gets Amber's trust and then at the end basically is told... No, Amber, after all this and after all this evidence she's given, she's not good enough for trial and, and she feels betrayed by the can, system. Can we just talk about what, yeah. what, what an incredible piece of TV drama this is? How incredible it is that it, this was I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, the second well one... it was. And then in the third one, you've got the courtroom drama and you've got the follow-up and how like how it's still going. This is the almost like the anger that it's still going on and these girls didn't really get a happy ending and there's still these men are still out on the street and um what can, the can thing I ask can yeah, I ask on. sorry should I persist yeah. absolutely I've got, I've got it annoys to... me you didn't or maybe you didn't get no no to. no but part part of it was due to time you know I, I I hadn't really seen this coming and I recorded it and I've still got it you know it's not a problem and Please I thought okay Gary. we're we're recording Please. the podcast and 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 I I I started to watch, and I got up to the first rape scene, and I yeah. thought, you know what? No, 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 Maybe, no. I mean, no, the no. first after the first episode. I mean, that's a really tough watch. The second and third episodes are, 
I mean, I, I wouldn't say easy to get through is the right No. Word, but the, the, I no, think you'll be watch. on a lot. In safe, fact, if you, if you watch it, Gary, if you watch all three by the time we do the next podcast, I don't know when that will be. Then, okay. And if you watch it, right, and whatever we ask you to do next, you could say, no, I'll watch Three Girls. Because I think it's important that you watch this. No, that's fair it's, enough. It's I hear you. Yeah. Well, we a lot safer ground on two and three because there are a lot more... But don't structured. skip one. I, I think as well, no, no, the, the problem was, and I think, you know, the, the one thing that I would say, you kind of knew something was wrong from the very first couple of scenes. Well, you know you, the story. You know, I, th- I, I think the point is, is that the girls were vulnerable, so wanted to trust these men. Paul Kay was excellent in this as oh, well. He, yeah. he was amazing. He was amazing. Yeah. And Lisa Riley, actually, is the sister's mother in the second and third episodes, yeah. was absolutely fantastic. These men sort of pr- preyed on, like, vulnerable girls who was compl- always told, you know, you're not good enough, you're not. You know, you're not pretty, you're not... And it, you know. This this made people, quite rightly, the drama made people angry. I don't mean the drama itself made people no. angry, but... The uh, incident. But I just, no. I wonder, and, and I have nothing but praise for the episode I saw. I will watch probably... Nicole Taylor was back. the writer, wasn't Yeah, she wrote The Sea World as well, which if you've not seen that, I highly recommend you you seek out because it's a wonderful script and Sheridan Smith is fantastic. However, I wonder why, and I know Gary's not alone... And I know I'm in the minority here. I wonder why people struggle to watch things that make them uncomfortable. I always seek out things that are going to make me uncomfortable. There was a documentary on this week called A Time to Live, which was incredibly hard watch, incredibly life-affirming and maybe tear-up. Can I, can tear I, tell, up you, can I moment... tell you why in this situation? Go on. No, I, 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 based... I'm not... Go on. Because it was based on a real story. Yeah, but why, why does... What, no, yeah, but... Why does you're not alone? I'm not. Having no, no, no. I know I, loads I, of people, I, but I, think, I wonder why I, I think people don't like. Not, had they have not said that, I probably would have persisted. No, but you, because you love like you... silent witness and things like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah, because I know that's not real. But I know it might be based that on con- real. Isn't that a bit contradictory in a way, though, to say if it's real? No, then I, can't I watch think. It, but I can see I girls no, I being raped and murdered. I I knew we were going to talk about it, so I knew I wanted to sit down and watch it. And maybe, and we've said this before, you know, I sat down at about uh, about two o'clock this afternoon and started to watch it. And maybe that's you know, not the right time and the right, you know, sort of frame of mind. Because you said the same about American well, Gods, didn't you, Luke, that you don't yes, think you, you watched it at the right yeah. time? Yeah, no. Um, can I ask you a question, Luke? You said when we talked about Little Boy Blue that you, um, you know, if it wasn't based on a true story that you yeah, wouldn't... I didn't... You... You didn't feel watched, that with this? I watched all of that all the way through. I saw yeah. episode four oh, you did. on Monday, uh, just because my folks were watching it. Yeah. Episode four was good, but for some reason, I didn't feel the emotional connection to that. Whereas I was in this world without even trying... They didn't have to do much to grab my attention. Just a fantastic cast. And the, the other two young actresses as well, whose names I don't know, were, I mean, the girl who played Amber especially, and uh, what basically what happens is... They want they they need to use her evidence in the trial, but because they haven't called her as a witness, they they put her as a co-conspirator with the men, so they can use her evidence. And right. it turns out that she, the social services, then basically want to take her baby away, and that sort of compels I, I have the to say, character I, I, to leave I the like police the force. premise of the idea that you have 
the incidents in one episode, you mm. have the, the criminal investigation in the other one, and then the... the, the, you know, yeah. the, the, the I mean, the court case one. is so harrowing And, and well. I think, from what I can gather, the idea mm. of showing it over three consecutive nights has really helped its cause with... There's certainly yeah. been a buzz on Twitter about it, because we've said that there's not and a lot... The re- I know home. the real um, Maggie Oliver did, made an appearance on Loose Women, I think, during the week as well. The one mm. thing with Little Boy Blue, as we we when we talked about it, Luke, was that they didn't have like recognisable actors to the for an, to an extent. Whereas yeah. this, you Would know, you had think... Leslie Shaw, Maxine, Pete, Lisa Riley, Paul Kay, people that you you recognise. Yeah, Ace Batty as well was uh, the <coughs> chief prosecutor in in yeah. the court. There was no. only one scene though with Maxine Peake and Leslie Sharp, and I wish there were more because those two together were just fantastic. I just two of I our finest actresses working together both with dodgy hair but hey but i think yeah. this just you you've got it's very rare you get that right balance but i think you had the right balance of realistic sort of the, the young girls were very realistic and very raw you had the superior adult acting talent sort of holding things together you had the short writing based on like real testimony they mm-hmm. they worked really hard to make it as real as possible the court stuff was based on like the transcripts and court and everything like that. It just felt like you were watching like a fly on the wall thing. And I mean, m- mentioning Silent Witness earlier, they did do a Silent Witness episode. They did, back based in on, 2012. It got pulled. Which I think actually. I saw. It got, it I think I saw it. The time. Did it get yeah, it got pulled at the time during the series when all the news stories were out. And then oh, this, shown this is the later. one they showed later. Yeah. Was it Madeline Duggan of EastEnders? Yes, Madeline Duggan. Absolutely right. Yeah another strong episode of that but this was and we've we've said this already this was the best drama for me of the year bar none really and that, and, yeah because i just are we including line of duty in that conversation i mean we you've are, you've are. only wow. you've only seen episode one haven't you yeah i know i know and yeah. it's a bold statement to make but okay. for the way i felt watching yeah. it and the, the way i was connected to it it's going to take some beating three girls Sign into iPlayer to watch this. Get a password and watch it. Yeah. Is it a month that they stay on the iPlayer? Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email. CustardTVReviews at gmail.com Do you want to talk Doctor Who briefly, lighten the mood a little bit? Yeah, um, there's been sort of four or five, I think it's four now episodes of Doctor Who this series, and I just wanted to say that the last two have certainly been the best. The Haunted House... And this week they finally got into space. You know, it's what you expect from Doctor Who. He's finally getting into, you know, aliens and things like that. The big thing at the end of the episode last week is that uh, you got a flash. You got a little flash of uh, the Master or Missy, played by Michelle Gomez, and that the Doctor is blind. He was blinded in this episode by going out of space. uh, Was it a paintball gun? No, no, it wasn't. Not my hands. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was it PJ or Duncan? I never know which one Ant or Det is. And Ant um, was PJ. Oh, right, was PJ okay. and PJ got... Can't blinded. see Duncan! Um, I can't see, man! I did catch that, actually, because I was tuning in for Eurovision and saw the last minute or so of Doctor Who. Yes, That's so Doctor Who is blind, and he's going to be hiding that. And a lot of people are speculating that this is where the fake regeneration rumours come from, that he fakes regeneration in order to fix his sight. I really hope they can keep this assistant into the next year. I really hope that you, it's not true that she's You weren't her biggest fan the... originally, were you? No, but I, I, not her biggest fan, but that's, I said I'd need to give it time. Next year, we're getting a new new screenwriter, new doctor, 
No more Michelle Gomez that we didn't mention in the news, so she won't be coming back. And a new assistant. It, 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 it's a, it's yeah, a whole yeah. rewrite of the you, whole you thing. You sort of uh, wonder and, why you bother with this series. And really, big, big, well, question, big question, Gary. Any lesbian kisses yet? Yeah. No. No, keep us updated. In the Haunted House episode, one of the boys tries to come on to her and she goes, I'm not interested, I don't like boys. And something I have actually watched as well, Gary, just because I knew you'd oh, okay. seen it, I talked to you about it, it was loaded on Channel 4. Yeah, you know I what? Before like you start this. talking about this, I had no interest in this at all. I didn't even want to watch it for purposes of review. Why not? I don't know. I, I find the whole cast a bit annoying. I don't really like them, and I just thought... Jim Howick? Yeah, no, I find him a bit annoying. Nick I Helm? You don't like Nick Helm? No, not really. You might turn my mind around now. Feel free. Like very briefly nice. the outline. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, they are four uh, game app developers who hit rich. Their their company Silicon gets Valley. out. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a sort of British version of Silicon Valley in some senses. They live together. Uh, they originally sort of all have huge overdrafts, but somehow have managed to get this app together. They get bought out by this big American company, uh, and they basically are all fifty million pounds richer overnight. The the app is based around a cat, isn't it? Or something. That's it's right, a cat yeah. game. And, and of course, one of the, the, the difficulties. And there's also a touch of, there's a very Cloth. much a touch of entourage on this. You know, the, the kind yeah. of lads together, they buy a house well, together. It's more I'll be the same pet than entourage. Maybe, yeah. I, I'm just, you know, I didn't watch <laughs> a lot of That's living all right. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of lads living together. There's a lot of ex-girlfriends who they're trying to re-impress, but are not that impressed. You quite like her, don't you? I, I like yeah, her. She's very good. I like her. Um, and an excellent role for Mary McCormack, who was in the West Wing. Tick your boxes God. now. She plays the uh, very pushy American boss. She's very paranoid about, you know, the four of them and their different roles, and that's very I good. I am worried that I, if there is I a drinking th- game with this podcast where you have to take a sip every time Gary mentions the West Wing, that <laughs> we have created several alcoholics. Yeah, so I really liked it because it didn't take itself too seriously. It was silly. It was a comedy. It was a comedy, yeah. but there was no laughter track. I just don't believe these four would ever be friends. They're all very different. You know, as you said, they're all different personalities. Especially Samuel Anderson, I can't spend, see spending time with, say, Nick Helm and, and Jim Howick. And I didn't find any of it funny, really. Like, the Johnny Sweet character accidentally giving bonuses to everyone in the office and... Nick Helm bought, like, a shop full of sandals or something like that and wanted to live in centre parks. It was just all a bit like <laughs> yeah, he said okay. he wanted to live in centre parks. Uh, that was one of the gags. There's going to be a mishap every week. They're going to spend money on stupid things. And by the and end of the series, they'll run out of money. Probably. Or they'll be. Well, a, or we're not going to be loaded. Given away, you know, about two million pounds in bonuses, Probably. isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So. It feels like it's going to be. And Jim Howick's sort of like the nervous one. Johnny Sweet's the forgettable one. Nick Helm's yeah. the sort of recovering addict one. And Sammy Anderson's like the cocky one who, yeah. you know, threatens to set his I, BMW on fire if they I, don't. I do realise that it is, it, it is formulaic. I, I, I'm not going to deny that. I just thought nothing else like this at the moment. There is a lack of comedy out there. British comedy. Where is it? You know, we talked about and how you guys raved about car share. What else out we, there is there at the moment? this country. I think come to the end of the year, we'll forget this was even a thing. I had no real desire to watch this yeah. any more than I wanted to watch Red Water with Cat and Alfie. Just no oh, desire to watch. Can't cope, won't cope. No, was that any of... good, Red Water? Nope. <laughs> no, okay. That is the podcast for today. Um, whoa, sorry, whoa, whoa. Is it? 
I don't know, but, but that's the bulk of it. Now we've got oh, to do okay. the, the, the dregs. <laughs> <laughs> Some people only listen for this bit, I bet. Um, you go broken. first, Luke. Tuesday, ah, Sean you Bean. Oh, really? Okay, fair enough. Sean Bean um, and Afriel, um together in a drama where Sean Bean is a priest and it's about him and his interactions with his parishioners, written by Jimmy McGovern. I would say return to form. This is going back to the street, the street and, and accused. accused. Yeah, that sort of format. <laughs> Nine o'clock Tuesday, BBC One, six-parter, Sean Bean, Anna Friel, and a good sort of sort of smattering of other familiar faces who you'll Steve Evans for making the Rev uh, connection. Yeah, I was thinking he was just going to be sat outside on a bench Vicarage. Yeah. Hello, Vicarage. Yeah. Um, okay. Mine is Clique, which is finally getting its BBC okay. web. Double bill on Saturday night starting at 10 past 10. Uh, we yeah. talked about this before. If you want to hear our review of the first episode, it is still up on the YouTube stars. Some very good young actresses as well as yeah. um, Molly Hooper from Off of Sherlock. I've got two. Sorry, I don't care. Oh, I I've know what two. they're going to be. You're, you're allowed. <laughs> well, I'm al- I know okay. they're, both, they're both interesting programmes. So Indeed. Number one, uh, on um, Tuesday night, uh, Monday a.m., Tuesday night, uh, is the return of Twin Peaks. I've stayed away from any of the reviews. There are a couple out there. Some lucky people have got to see this. Only um, a few, though. Only a, only a few, handful. though. Yeah, I am worried. I mean, I am concerned. You know, Twin Peaks lives well in my memory. I did rewatch it a few years ago, and yeah, Although it is a bit dated. Although most people who have said have said series two halfway through just goes off a cliff. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, once once they solve the mystery of uh, who killed Laura Palmer, the whole thing just is is not as good, you know. But you, there is, you know, it's still enjoyable. I am worried, I am concerned, but I will still be watching it. The other one, which is um, a Channel Four experiment, which I am going to be truly oh. interested to see how it goes, is Sunday night is the Luke's trial. Seen this. I've seen um, this. I will let you set it up and then I'll say my two pairs. Well, basically, they say that they're going to go inside. So they've set up a proper trial with a fake storyline and actors. Yeah. Have they told? Have they smartened the jury up to the fact that it's not real? Or did they yeah, go in knowing, this thinking that this... This is why I don't know what the point of it is. And this is why I right. can't watch past episode one. Because, I, you know, what's the point Really? Mm. They did this with celebrities, I believe, about 10 years ago. Well, that's right. Though I reckon a lot of people will have been on jury duty, I've been on a murder trial jury. Did you do it? No. No, the person (laughs) did. And I spent. Was it the Scranton Strangler? I spent I spent a couple of weeks in you know we spent over, over a week and a half in deliberation and we had to you know get time off work and stuff like that so I, I'm interested to see you know how this will get reacted to by the public who you know may well have done jury duty or not done jury duty and Is it might Channel not know Five the... did you say Channel Four Channel Four, four. Five, five nights you just a week ch- it's over Channel. five nights a week yeah. that's what you may that's have heard. what you might have heard there are several ways you can interact with the podcast. We would love to get an email from you or just to let us know that you're out there listening. Otherwise, we've wasted an hour of life. CustardTVReviews at gmail.com is where you get in touch. Is there something that we've said that you completely disagree with? There's Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash TheCustardTV. You may have heard us mention that we're on Stitcher now, so search the Custard TV there. All I've done is made this bit longer by going on to more platforms. iTunes, subscribe there. Uh, TheCustardTV.com is the website as well. 
and YouTube. Individual reviews if you don't want to listen to the whole thing. You're missing tons. Uh, YouTube.com mm. forward slash The Custard TV. Yeah. At Luke Custard TV for me. At, at the, the Gary Show for me. I was just going to do at the Gary Show for Gary. So <laughs> I'm at Mad TV Minds. <laughs> oh, okay. So that is it. We'll be back soon to discuss uh, the trial. Possibly we might, I might you know, give my two pennies further on that when people have seen it. Broken, which is the new Jimmy McGovern thing. Gary will either well, be uh, really pleased or really cheesed off yeah. next time we speak yeah, to him Twin because Peaks. he will have seen Twin Peaks. Are we'll you, are you excited or are you worried about it? I think a bit more worried than excited. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp.